as as we're starting though, <laughs> I Pax. I know normally Dredd makes some sort of comment right here, but I, I feel the need to, to lay this out. As, as we're getting ready to start, I said, oh, man, I got I use the restroom really quick. And so I jump out. I come back in, and inexplicably, I don't even know, I, I don't even know you took the newspaper. He has spread newspaper <laughs> on the, the floor of the PZ saying, if you, if you have a problem during, then, you know, just make sure you do it on the paper. Because you're my dog. <laughs> this is... I'm not sure if it's offensive. No, you're my dog. Dog. <laughs> I'm not going to call you Doa anymore. I'm calling you dog. 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 The, the darkest of all. No? Dog, yeah, yeah I, I got nothing. Yeah. We'll come well, up for those of you who missed that, it <clears throat> comes from somebody out there in the, uh, in the non-cohort ver- portion. Yeah, of I assume they're not a cohort. Who, uh, who castigated my dog as a lap dog because all he did is ever agree with me. And I'm like, you're... Wait a second. Is that a feature or a bug? <laughs> of course he's my In my dog. mind, it's a feature. <laughs> of course he's my dog. And it was funny because it was like, you know, it's one thing to like defend a man, you know, like if he doesn't. Yeah. I was just agreeing. It no, was just like a, no, no. I think, and, and like trying to explain to me, like, I think you're misunderstanding something here, Biggin. And it was like, lap dog. Dog. Okay. Lap dog. All right. Well, so I so have, what do you, I've what officially do you, joined team one bark. I, it's one bark for t- yes, two barks for no. <laughs> I don't ask anything of you but to agree with everything I say publicly. Well, yeah, sounds great. Woof. All <laughs> 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 uh, Twitter was fun today because some guys who usually agree with me disagree uh-huh. with me in an interesting way. Like uh, I saw this tweet from our former vice president. Dick Cheney <laughs> saying that Donald Trump was the most dangerous man the most, in the Republican. I know. I was like, I wait, see that. You're like, we uh, fought time, a time. war. Yeah. <laughs> time out, time out. Benedict Arnold. No, no, no? nothing. Okay. Robert right. E. Lee T- no. twice, like 75,000 men across the Potomac. Right. <laughs> no, nah, that wasn't no. really a Jefferson threat. Davis. No, yeah, not really. Alger Hiss convicted, nah. you know, spy. Right. For the communists. Yeah. It, maybe external threats. You could even go external threats Look, and say like, no, I no. think Donald Trump's behavior at one six was idiotic. But sure. I don't think it threatened the Republic if it did in the manner of one each Robert E. Lee. <laughs> right. That'd be news to U.S. Grant. If he, he's like, like what? He's he like, did what now? What, you, what? How many people did he have? Trump had 250. What did they do? They stormed the Capitol. Wearing what? Viking helmets. <laughs> but he's like, maybe you guys. No, they didn't, don't worry. They didn't have shirts on. I don't on. know if you're studying history, but Robert E. Lee, let's say, yes, we are. Yes, we, know. we know. We know. We know. But then Uncle Ted said, well, wait. It's the war of northern aggression. I'm like, uh, conceded all that. Yeah, I'm just saying he, if he won. I didn't see that, but yeah. Yeah, no, he was like, yeah. he had his reasons. I'm like, okay, look, I'm not going to quibble with you about his right. reasons, <laughs> but he's... St- <laughs> look, I'm not saying he wasn't some kind of, you know, like it wasn't a problem, right? Right. But objectively, I mean, we're, objectively, and, uh, another guy, cannot. another guy almost always agrees with me uh-huh. uh, or pushes back when he does is, is well thought out as diopter. Oh, the opter gotcha? Yeah, adopters, you know, was like, well, wait a second. There's a, he was equating Cheney and the left and, and warmongering. And I was like, I don't know about all that. But my point is, <laughs> I get, whoa, time, time, time. My point is that Jefferson Davis, who raised an army to destroy the Republic, yeah. and got pretty darn close. Right. Ob- objectively, no. Objectively, we're, we're saying, look, right. Like, yeah, if you had oh gone to Jay gosh. Davis. If you had gone to Jay Davis uh-huh. on uh, in July of 1862 and said, Jay Davis, yeah, what is your objective? Well, also, uh, uh, sir, it's to I, destroy the republic. Yes, I believe continu- that it will be to-, <laughs> to continue on in uh, in our in our great sl- slavery state. Yeah. Well, wh- why you want to destroy the republic? Oh, well, it's necessary for us. Well, sir, if we're going to continue our right. slavering, then well, we're going to have to get rid of this here republic. Have you taken any acts in furtherance of this goal? Raised an army, sir. Glad you asked. Raised an army, sir. And my general, Robert E. Lee, has was, crossed the Potomac. Right, was this army larger than, say, 200 people? Maybe I'm missing the point. Are you? Well, here... How, tell, me, tell me how you mean. Well, I don't know. I keep getting stuck on, like, logic. Like, I... Ra- uh, you know, like... I'm like, okay, yeah. threat to the republic, meaning I want to destroy the republic. Right. 
Or maybe you just want to breathe out threatenings. You don't actually want to. You just want to stand in the corner and be like threatening. I, I don't even like the Republic. It smells like cheese. Hell, I don't know. I don't know. You know but what you I know that's now? what I love about arguing on Twitter with uh, with some guys because they'll like argue it out and then go okay I guess I guess yeah I, got I it okay point. fair yeah yeah and you get a double shake hand yeah yeah I might start just communicating all by emoticons to be honest dog <laughs> it's a good you know what it actually I'll tell you what I laugh but now that you say it <clears throat> I'm gonna tell you why I think there's value tell me because what is the the root word of emoticon emote emote right yeah. feelings oh i hadn't thought of that and since this is all about feelings it is anyway, all about feelings then i think we're i mean you might be onto something there i never you thought, may actually get your point across more clearly when i first saw emoticons i of course was like that's ridiculous yeah, never what using is that yeah uh now i you know then i started using them on twitter and whatnot right and then within the firm oh no because we have a we're on teams you know what teams yeah. is yeah, yeah, yeah microsoft teams. Team. Yeah. yeah teams and uh there's something, there's like a, a couple of tasks that everybody is supposed to be done. But by 9.30, they're supposed to do something. Mm-hmm. So if it, I check it at about 9, about 10 o'clock. Uh-huh. Uh, the dog just threw a thumbs up thinking that was going to be is thumbs up. No. Do you get a thumbs up? No? What, no what's that's the, not what I use. What's so the, so I'm, I'm going to tell you. Okay. All right, all right. So uh, based on what I learned from F3's Linus, uh-huh. one day. At a, the, you can learn a lot from that guy. I learned a lot. Uh, I, I might have known this in the general sense, but I'd never reduced it to a, a pithy phrase mm. when he said, what goes uninspected gets neglected. Ah. So I tell yeah. my guys this. I'm going to inspect this every day at 10 or so. You're supposed to do it by 930. And uh, what I do is if they fail to do it, it's something fairly simple, but mm-hmm. it's a daily thing. I s- send them a picture of a sad clown. Uh-huh. If they do it, I send them a picture of a happy clown. A happy clown. Both images are disturbing yes and they don't like it the emoticon of it's not no it's not it's picture it's a picture okay even worse one's a sad clown miserable clown the other one is like a gleeful it happy it (laughs) conjured up from the deep dark imagination no matter how you look at it it's horrible they hate them yes i'm like well this can stop this reign of nft terror (laughs) can stop if you would just (laughs) <laughs> do this do thing what you have been and it's asked. not you know like would you rather have me yell at you or just send you a picture of a psychotic happy clown if you do what you're supposed to do oh my gosh <laughs> but i i'm kind of liking it now of course you are because <laughs> it I'm, makes another man uncomfortable it, it does i was like why well, it makes me really uncomfortable i'm like if good you, that's not what you should have told me if you wanted me to stop right you should have said hey could you i, I love more clown right. pictures in fact i find them wonderfully motivated but clown me yeah <laughs> Bathe me in clown images, ba- sir. Ba- bathe me. <laughs> oh, speaking of bathing. Hello. That was uh, that was the most non-sequitur segue to get uh, us to say, you know what we ought to do right now? Oh, it's roll that beautiful bean footage. Roll that. And we're back. Bean. And we're back. We're putting the band back together. What would you say you do here? We're on a mission from God. Who is the minivan centurion? He's not simply a husband, father, and a good neighbor, although he is all of those things. He's also the coarse twine that holds the fabric of our community together, fighting to keep us united in the face of those who would split us apart. Most importantly, the minivan centurion is the special trustee of the legacy of liberty, which has been passed through generations of tired and bloody hands from the original men who first founded and then fought to build this nation. The minivan centurion is you. He's me. He's every man who lives third, holds the middle, and seeks to stay in the fight. One of these days, you got to actually roll some footage. Well, it's a a podcast, so you can't. Uh, There's no no, uh, way anyone would know that that's not what's playing the whole time. On this TV here on the wall in the PZ, could be a loop of beautiful bean footage. There is a large TV in the PZ. I'm going to give it... it always uh, says the same thing. I know. It says, no signal satellite. Check if the source device is connected and powered on. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the least inspiring messages that... <laughs> the Garrett has that ever the Garrett has ever... <laughs> it's less inspiring than PZ Lemon Squeezy. Easy PZ Lemon Squeezy. Oh, my goodness. 
you know, uh, we were, I, I don't want to say that we were chastened uh, per se, but we, we once again found ourselves in the position of receiving feedback. Uh, and someone said, you know, uh, you should just get to the substantive portion quicker. Oh, who was it? Your wife. Oh my gosh. Yes, she yeah. Uh, yeah. shocked me by saying she had listened to a couple of the, a couple of them. She had high praise for some reason sure. for Status Redux, which I a, think is the most complex uh, chapter in the book. It's not. Dead uh, Reckoning is still the worst, but yeah, go on. Dead <laughs> Reckoning is by far, like, why? <laughs> then again, I was like on uh, Art of Manliness, and they had a whole... Ch- I know, a whole thing, uh, right? A whole thing. I was like, like, come on. There's a lot of lessons to be drawn from that. There is. There are, there's many lessons to be drawn from all things which are true. But my point in bringing it up is not just that uh, the, uh, the amusement that we find when uh, other people tell us to get to the point already, because maybe, just maybe, somewhere in our foolishness is hidden a point. Don't overlook that. But all the insults yes. and, and criticisms have already been made at least once. Oh, yeah. But people have forgotten. To wit. Yes. Today on Twitter. Oh, good. F3 Glacier. Uh-huh. If you know the boys from... Uh, Indeed. From Whitefish, Montana. Indeed. Uh, MT. Yeah. Said, or is that, yeah, yeah. yeah I looked it up because I wasn't sure where it was. It turns out it's only 300 miles from Pullman. <gasps> God, I mean, my grasp of geography west Astounding. of, say, Shelby is so bad. <laughs> so I look it up and I'm like... Dang, it's near Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. It's near Pullman. And uh, so I tweeted at him. I was like, do you realize <clears throat> that you're only 300? And they're like, why does Pullman matter? And you're like, what? What? How? The ancestral home of Mike Leach. You, what? And the original perfectly reasonable solution to a longstanding vexing problem that will never be implemented. Which people never quite caught on that Mike Leach is the personification of this. That's of this. He is a perfectly reasonable He's, solution to vexing problems that will never be implemented. This is all the quality stuff that Wilson cuts out. Yeah. And everybody's happy. Right. Except us. Except us. <laughs> Every once in a while, one sneaks through and is like, you know what? We should return our shopping carts. To- yes. Yeah, we know. Yeah, we covered that. Yeah, we, we covered got- that. <laughs> it's a Pullman. It's a Pullman. Uh, but my point in bringing it up. I knew there was a point. Uh, ish. Is you never know what you're going to get. And that is kind of how life rolls, isn't it? Life. Little, little teeny bit of Chaos. chaos. I'm glad you brought that up. Are you? Since that was, that was actually a good like that? high that. amateur uh, segue. Well, that's what I strive for. Because here we are at 11 minutes in. Yeah. It's about time to do that. So those of you who have been, for whatever reason, listening to this podcast, <laughs> cohorts. <laughs> First, cohort, repent. Second. Right, you know that we have wrapped up the the minivans you're in proper. Yes. And yeah, we've kind of been through it a couple of times. Yeah, and now we're and moving, we'll go back on, to it, course, moving but, on to yeah. the Zebra Jockey, mm-hmm. two chapters of which uh, have been dropped. Exist on said internet. If you have not had the chance to, learn, to read it and you want to, go to CollisionLearner.com. That's CollisionLearner.com. That's right. Collision That's Collision Learner. with two L's. With two L's, yeah. Learner.com. And uh, go to the tab marked. Not, ironically, Zebra, zebra Jockey. <laughs> and you will see the what will be... Uh, Ultimately, 20 chapters, two of which yes. are, are now are live. There. Yes. So I got the whole thing written. Yeah. Uh, I did this last time with you, Jackie. I kind of dropped it one at a time. You mean minivan. Minivan, thank you. Yep. And uh, I didn't really change it as I went through it. I may change it, no. you know, but I don't think well, so. I mean, little, little nudges here or there maybe, but. Nudgeroo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so first, uh, this we are still subtitling this. Zebra Jockey, uh, trying to decide adaptations to chaos is, is probably where we are right now. Fair. So chaos dark helmet is Indeed. uncontrollable circumstance i'm familiar yep yeah uh we postulate uh that uh, there's a continuum in response to chaos on one end it would be the adapter capital a adapter right who makes rapid and necessary changes to stay in motion which we would uh if you yeah. you know not an f3 podcast but uh if you were in parlance of f3 uh, that that probably evokes images in your mind of things like lizards uh, right. Yes, you know, of course. Nimble Light, and adaptive, nimble so that you right? can make rapid necessary changes. Yeah. Um, on the other end of the spectrum of the continuum will be the controller, yes. who seeks to determine actions and determine outcomes and direct the actions of others. Uh, if you were here in the PZ, you would have seen me look up at the ceiling. That's what I do. I'm trying to make mm-hmm. sure I get something 
uh, as close to exactly right as I can. And I will point out to you, cohort, that unlike the minivan Centurion, there is a lexicon for the zebra jockey, for the zebra jockey. which is live on the on the site. Oh, good. So okay. if good. Uh, if it's a defined word and you're like, I don't know what the heck this means, yeah, I can't like, remember. Kind of like you did with QSource where it was like, hey, there's There is a lexicon to QCourse. Yeah. Unfortunately, never made it to the so actual book. Does it, not matter lick. Tell you what, the more that people complain about it, the less likely I am you know, to change that. You know, at first I said, oh, it's an oversight. We'll fix that. Now I'm like, that was on purpose to make you search and think. <laughs> That's how I feel. Well, the thing is, is 90% of it's in the footnotes. Just try. 100%. Just take a look. But you Try. Don't, or try. That's all I'm asking. Try. Just, you know what? Do better. And I'll tell you one another thing is I think 100% of it's in Lexicon anyway. <clears throat> yeah, if you went to the F3Nation.com. Um, yeah, you'd find it. You'd find it. Some of it varies a little. Anyway, uh, this idea of, of response to chaos being either as a controller or an adapter or something in between yeah. is the heart of the purpose of the book. First chapter uh, tells the story, not really the story, well, kind of a story. No, it's of, just, yeah. yeah. Of, of a dog, missive, if you right, will. Of, of dogs and COTs. Such as yourself. How, well, yes. You mean actual four-legged dogs, four-legged not canines. just lap dogs. Uh, which is co- very common at a ruck workout. I don't see them that many other workouts, but I've been in some TOTs. There's there's a couple guys down in the fort who uh, you can almost bet every time they show up, their dog will be there. Uh, and when I show up, my dog is there. Right, dog? You got that right. Right. Even though this week, you didn't. I know. <laughs> Overslept. We're not covering that today. Nope, leaving that alone. So... Uh, the dog in the COT, I would always notice we would get real quiet or praying and I asked Snoop trainer of dogs. Yes. If expert trainer, expert trainer of dogs, if if they were, what they were thinking about or whatever. He's like, like, they're not thinking about nothing. What do you mean? That dog's praying. No, he's praying with us. He knows. Just waiting for a recognizable command. Ah. Right. And, uh, unlike humans, they don't demand an explanation for what they do not understand. Right. Because it's not the way dogs roll. (laughs) And a dog that takes... I can't see color, and I don't rec- I don't uh, demand an explanation. Just as when a dog takes matters into his own paws, yes. a man who takes matters into his own hands quite likely gets in trouble. Often. 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 Yes. So that's chapter one. Chapter two is called Flow. Yes. And tells the story, most of which is true, 99% of it. Of course, it happened 30-ish years ago. So some of the dialogue may not be exact. Sure, but the... The intent is there. But I had been deployed with my special forces team to a mission in Africa. We flew over there on a C-130 aircraft, a Mm -hmm. Hercules, which is not designed for transatlantic flights. Turboprop, big, powerful. Got it. But don't fly that fast and doesn't have that much range. It's designed to carry big things, right? Well, it's designed, uh, it's a cargo plane aircraft that that is the workhorse of, of the paratrooper. Yeah. You know, 64 Rangers on a one-way trip, and, you know, you've been loaded uh, up on a, I on a C-130. There we go. Yeah, yeah. It okay. doesn't have seats, per se. It has, like, this cargo netting. Uh-huh. Uh, it doesn't have interior soundproofing in any way, so you can't hear anything. It's just a big metal tube. It's a big metal tube that has very powerful turboprop engines, which can fly to Africa if you stop in the Azores on the way, and which we did. Put, put a little gas in there? Yeah, it took a long time. But, you know, we got there, did our mission. On the way back, I was at the airfield in, in Africa waiting with my team several hours uh, early because that's the way Murphy works, right? Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, very shortly before our aircraft was supposed to arrive, uh, a guy from the embassy drives out to the airfield because we don't have cell phones, right? It's 1992 right, yeah, yeah. ish or something. And says, hey, I'm sorry, Captain. That was my rank at the time, but uh, your aircraft is scratched. Like, just canceled. Ain't, ain't coming. It's yeah. just, you know, unlike the uh, American Airlines, they don't lie to you. Just to right. say, nope. <laughs> That's right. right. Uh, we're just, where's right. a delay? And, 20 uh, minutes. I said to him, so, uh, you know, what? he goes, just stand by, which I knew was already the answer. If he knew, he would have said. Right, right. right. So uh, he walks away, and I'm frustrated. Cursing the Air Force, uh, as I was prone to do. Cursing the military in general for all that hurry up and wait junk. And uh, my team sergeant, older guy, just kind of laughed. And he said, what are, you, what are you so upset about? Right. It's not raining. They can't leave us here forever. We just get to sleep. And, right. and, and so. Take, take advantage of what is there in front of you. You know, in the Army, it's like, you know, sleep when they let you eat, eat when you can. Not mm-hmm. the other way around. Eat, Either way. Sleep when you can eat, eat when they let you. Either way, you just react to the chaos, right? So I was still pretty young. I was in my mid-ish, late 20s. 
but I've been in the army long enough to know that. So I kind of laughed. Sure. When he said that and like went to sleep and I don't even know some period of time later, embassy guy comes back out and he goes, Oh yeah, you airplanes an hour out. We're all there. Got yeah. all our gear. Doesn't yeah. matter. And I said, you know, same crew as last time and meaning that C one thirty. And he says, No, no, no. It's uh it's a C five. Oh, actually he didn't know. He didn't know because you know it's funny. When this thing hit the ground, mm-hmm. it scared the bejesus out of the Africans. Now, uh, explain the difference. C five is a is <clears throat> a gigantic airplane, like much larger than a C one thirty. Maybe, oh yeah, by like five x. Oh my. Maybe the biggest airplane in the world, except for some old Soviet planes. Right. So this is an absolute monster. You put tanks in it. Got it. But the coolest thing about it, number one, is it's got airline quality seating. Oh. So no cargo it, net. Right. For you. No. And, you know, they got airline quality food. Oh, heaven forbid. They got an airman on that who serves you that stuff because they, they, they use these to fly people, you know, around the world. Yeah. And uh, you have to stop at the Azores straight back. Right. Because you can just, you got enough gas. Pew, no like problem. Shot. Uh, so instead of being 12 hours late or whatever, we were actually early. Because oh, you didn't have to stop. Right. Sometimes you go faster. And my, my guy says to me, see, Captain, you know, sometimes you just go with the flow. You huh. get a better deal. Yeah. Which is the idea of this. Right. I mean, things that are outside your control, right, which part point of the book is almost everything. Yeah. You know, we'll get to a couple there are chapters. There a precious few. Right. We'll get to a couple chapters and we talk about dominion, like what God has granted us dominion right. over. Right. And it's so narrow compared to what we want to control. Yeah. That we tend to ignore those few things. Well, we take them solely for granted now at this point, right? Well, I don't know if it's even solely for granted. It's like, so for instance, we are granted dominion over what we put into our mouth. Sure. Now, I know there's situations where people are starving or you got to eat, you know, a ring ding or something because there's nothing there. But for the most part, what we eat and drink is up to us. And what we consume through our eyes and ears is up to us. Yes. For the most part. As I point out, quite often there's a mute button on Twitter. Right. Just mute. Right. You don't have to. You're not forced to partake right. right. of any of this. Nobody, it's not like Clockwork Orange and they hold your eyes open and watch, make you watch porn. Right. right? You right. do that. You do that to you. Yeah. Right? Right. So we have dominion over that. Right? But instead of exercising that God-granted dominion, we tend to focus on things that are outside of our dominion like mm. the th- actions of other people. Right. Like, I don't know, some sort of uh, threat to the Republic or something. Threat to the Republic, right? So that that's where we focus our energy for some reason. Mm-hmm. So that's the point of this, you know, uh, one of the points of this book is that recognizing what's inside your dominion and focusing your energy on, on that towards what could be mm-hmm. rather than focusing your energy on things that are outside of your dominion, trying to exert control to make things be what they should be. Or what you think they should be. What you think they yeah. should be, per you. Yeah. Per you. And that's... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, the adapter says it is what it is and tries to use influence or employs influence to right. get to where things could be, whereas the controller refuses to acknowledge things are what they are and seeks to use control to force them to be what they should be, per him. And if we were drawing this on a Venn diagram, right? Yes. And I would say it's not fully an orist andist sp- split in that sense, right? But there's some overlap. I would think of that controllers and orists. I think they're not they're, necessarily. You don't have to be one to be the sure. Other. Yeah, you but don't there's have, some overlap, right? right? There's there's some overlap. I mean, the the controller adapter thing is not a moral thing it's a hardwiring thing fair right so you wouldn't look at a guy who's six foot nine and say you're immoral for being so tall right you'd say you just are right right and because you're so tall you're gonna have to stoop down sometimes you wouldn't look at a guy who's five foot four and say you're immoral because you're short you just say you need to get up on a stepladder sometimes sure it's just the way it is yeah so if you are born you're hardwired as a controller and something in your childhood probably affects that as well. Sure. It's like a lot of things where it's like you may have some sort of propensity that you came out with. Yeah. You know, but... 
Yeah. It's going to be, so there's a little right. nature nurture, that's right? right. kind of you are what you are. So the, the, that's why the adapter looks at the controller and says, <clears throat> it is what it is. You are what you are, yeah. right? Now, I might be able to influence you towards what you could be, which is a guy who's less focused on control and more right. focused on adaptation. But yeah. I'm not going to do it through mandamus, right? right? Use the power and authority of the state to compel you to what should be. Right. So there's a matchup between controllers and statists and adapters and liberals, which is my explanation. Capital L, no qualifications. Capital L, no qualifications, no modifier, which is my explanation for politics. It isn't Democrat, Republican. It's not left, right. Yeah. It's not fascist, communist. No, it's... It's, it's statist, those who employ... Controllers. Seek to employ the, the power of the state right. to compel things, as opposed to liberals who try to influence right. outcomes within the governing <clears throat> principles. That, that's kind of your divide. Yeah. Because a guy can be a, a Republican and still be a controller, oh. still be a statist. Sure. Absolutely I mean, could. Couldn't be more obvious, right? Uh, could, could be. Uh, and, and, and quite often is. That's why it's, it's, it's a worthless exercise to get, to get wrapped up around that. Right. You know, the political party that, uh, with which you align is really just a matter of convenience. It, yeah. And maybe, you know, general agreement. Sure. So like when I see somebody say something like, well, you support this guy, I'm like, I voted for him. Right. As out of a matter of yeah. convenience and general right. alignment. Well, you only gave me two choices, so what was I going to do? That's right. Yeah. That's right. I saw some dude, MSNBC or something, said, if you support Trump, that's the same as supporting Osama bin Laden. I'm like... <clears throat> A, Wait a minute. not quite. But <laughs> here we are, Benedict Arnold but, again. <laughs> but B, what do you mean by support? Right. I mean, I voted for the guy. Right. As <clears throat> out of a matter of convenience and general alignment, that doesn't mean that you know, like I support. It's not him. like you're something like I don't know, like his lap dog or something. Your dog. I'm not his dog. Yeah. Right. Not his L dog. His L dog. L dog. L dog. That's good. L dog. Yeah. Right. So. <laughs> The flow, you know, and the flow traveler by I was just going to say, and did it did that that uh, term originate from the fact that you were traveling when you sort of came to this? Yes. Okay. Good. Yes, and uh, the idea of accepting the flow, not going with the flow so much, you know, unless it's going where you want it to go. That's right. But, it, but yeah. But I mean, accepting that it is there. Yeah, flowing is going to happen. That's right. You don't have to celebrate it. Right. You know. Uh, if you're on a ship steaming to a place that's going, it's steaming on a place to which you do not wish to go, you don't celebrate the journey, right? Right. But you don't <clears throat> ignore the fact that you're on the boat. Sure. You know, you don't say, no, it's not happening. Or, you know, I'm running to the front of the boat, so I'm in control of this. Yeah. Right. You no, know, <laughs> you're, you are for a very short period of time moving faster than the boat because you're running on it. Yeah. Towards, yeah. towards the front. Towards of the it. front, which you will then run out right. of. <laughs> now, if you run backwards, you are for a short period of time running slower so, than the boat. Yeah, you are going the opposite direction. But you are in control sort of. of nothing. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you just invented it right. in your head. So going with the flow to me kind of evokes this idea that you're like, oh, I accept it. Like, it's, or I, I mean, I celebrate it. I love it. it. Yeah, this is right. awesome. No, you acknowledge that it is what it is. It's not what it could be. Right. But you can't influence the boat. I mean, unless, well, yes. I mean, all you can do is analogy, You can't. You could, you could try and, right. you don't have the credentials. So you could try and go down and say, hey, Cap, real quick question for you, right? Right. And you could try and influence right. the guy to turn right. the boat. But. Right. Um, that's where the analogy kind of, kind of runs out of steam because with people, you can influence them. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. you couldn't not influence the boat. Yeah, the boat. Yeah. The boat is not influenceable. Right. Yeah. It's not. The guy driving it might be. Might be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Got it. So that's the purpose of the zebra jockey. Zebra jockey has 20 chapters. Mm -hmm. So there'll be 18 more weeks of this idiocy. 18 to 19. Yeah. Uh, Before we start over again. The Look, th here's the thing. Whether you want it or not. It's coming at you, cohort. The cohort. The, no, I was going to say, I'm talking to you. Oh, me. Dred, whether you want it or not, the cohort has spoken, and this podcast will exist indefinitely. Because scores. Scores. Literal scores. Scores of listening to it. Yes. <laughs> God. You know, uh, Ya Boy Bird from Jax. Yes. Asked on Twitter, uh -huh. 
when are the minivan centurion and the I noticed and this. the and the zebra jockey going to be published? Yes. Or are they? Well, what's the chances? What's the ch- he said, what are the chances? And, and I said, said hi, hi, fingers crossed. Yeah. And as emoji. Emoji. What's the difference between emoji and emoticon? Oh, I don't know. Uh, uh, that may be one for us to look at. Anyway, yes. Fingers crossed. Emo Go. something. Fingers crossed. Yeah. So that's the answer. Yeah. The answer is it will. But. They will. Regardless of how, whatever happens with that, they'll still be available. Online. In truncated form. Yeah. On collision, at collisionlearner.com, collisionlearner.com, collisionlearner, two L's. Two L's. Dot com. <laughs> and <laughs> the central tenets will be available through this idiotic podcast. Yes. On a kind of-ish weekly basis. More or less. More or less. Slightly more than less regular weekly basis. That's right. So the acceptance of chaos yes. is a lot like, and I'm drawing a little parallel back and forth between this and, and the MC for those that are curious. <clears throat> um, but, you know, it, it's a little like the, they're, they're companion volumes, I guess I would say, in a way, because a lot of themes, uh, although they're expressed in slightly different ways and there's a little bit different. Uh, focus of the two books, but there's a lot of, um, there's overlap. a lot of themes overlap. Yeah. yeah. And, and the idea of the, the compromise journey that we find ourselves on, right. Is an acknowledgement of the chaos, which exists. Right. 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 And so I think, you know, one of the things that, that, and, I, and we all exist on a spectrum of this too, I think to some degree, right? I'm, no one is completely flow. Right. And no one is completely control. Nope. And so the hope is... Unlike like, gender. I, <coughs> sorry. You can edit that out. Not, not looking for... I shan't. Not looking for an argument out there. But I might be. Actually, I am. Go ahead. I say all day, every day. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> it's my nature. I'm a collision learner. I can't help it. Right. Actually, I won't help it. That's it. <laughs> so, M-Dread, M-Dread, okay, M-Dread liked the first three or four monkey packs challenge tweets oh my gosh yes and then she's like don't do it again and i did it again you did and she said she say don't do it again don't do it again i said can't stop won't stop can't <laughs> but maybe i should stop why well i don't know i mean she's right about a lot yes she is absolutely of course she's far more fiery than i am but i was like maybe that's what it is she wants you to tone down so that she can take that maybe. role of i don't know barn burner uh <clears throat> no i don't think that's it at all I don't know. She, I don't, I don't think she loves the. So the monkey packs challenge for those who have not uh, gotten this. Are you so? It turns out, as I understand, feel yes. free to tell me I've got this wrong. That monkey pox, which is not deadly. So first of all, uh, packs. In case you didn't know, in case you haven't been listening to the news and you've only ever been listening to this podcast, there's a thing called monkey called pox, monkey pox, which uh, is. It's an STD, is it not? I don't, I'm not sure. Okay. I don't think you have to have sex. Okay, fair. It is a contact. It's a contact spread uh, disease. Skin to skin. There we go. Right. But it takes prolonged skin to skin contact, which. Yes. Right. I can't just brush up against somebody and and get get the pox. Right. Right. It takes prolonged skin to skin contact, not birthing pajamas in between, the whole thing. (laughs) Skin on skin. Yes. There's no Team Nelson. I'm 100% cutting that out. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) So. It takes prolonged skin-to-skin contact yes. and apparently is prevalent in uh, populations where um, Just promiscuous, uh-huh. promiscuous sex with random multiple strangers. Right. I guess not to be strangers. Random multiple partners. Could be if you want. Is, yeah. is common. And in those populations, it's been spreading. Yeah. Orgy Town USA right. so, is overrun. That's... That's the way it's been spread. Right. And it can be, we can flatten the spread or flatten the curve. <laughs> we could spread the curve. We could flatten the curve yeah. by engaging in less promiscuous sex with random multiple partners. Right. Which I said the other night, I had a couple IPAs. I was at yeah, a party and I said, yeah. uh, with some fairly earnest people, and we were talking about monkey pox. And I said, I'm... I'm willing to make a sacrifice. And they looked at me and they said, what? I said, for the next 48 hours, I'm not going to engage in random promiscuous sex with multiple partners. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm just, that's what I'm going to do. I'm not calling anybody else to join me. No. And you're a team at, player. You're a team they, player. They looked at me like I was, like they couldn't figure it out. And my wife was like, he's kidding. 
I said, no, I'm not. I'm not going to. I will not do I it. Will not and do you it. can't make me. That's right. I'm sorry. Come at me. So <laughs> we had a kind of a lively discussion about that. Anyway, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, then I saw a tweet about monkeypox being uh, declared as a, a national health emergency. Health emergency or yeah. something. And I said, let's take the monkeypox challenge because yes. we're all in this apart. That's exactly right. Right. Because if we were in this together, we, we might get the we'd pox. We get the pox. So, you know, it's the reverse COT. It's not the ball of man. Ah. It's the unballed it's man. It's the unball of man. The unballed man. Uh, oh, no. That's... Right. <laughs> now, I... if the, Okay, well, listen. <clears throat> yes. If people were dying from the monkey pox... Yes. It's I, not deadly, correct? It's not deadly. Yes. I don't think I'd make jokes about it. Yeah, I would. You would. But they might be less. No, they wouldn't. But regardless. Right. I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't. Who knows? I don't know. Regardless. But the fact that this is something that is completely controllable. 100%. Through. Near as we understand. Through the abstaining from a, one singular act, which is orgiastic sex with multiples. Then if you can, if, if, if we were told yeah. by uh, Don Fauci, uh, uh, if we were told by Don Fauci, uh, that we could have flattened a curve simply by staying in our house for two weeks. This is less onerous. Like yeah. staying in the house for two weeks. It's horrible. Well, yeah. I mean, that's like some Shanghai level yeah. uh, intercession into my freedoms. But all I got to do is abstain. From what from, is arguably a terrible practice to just, begin with. Let's just shorten it to orgiastic sex. Fair. All I got to do is abstain from orgiastic sex for two weeks to flatten the curve. I'll make that sacrifice, Dark. It's Can I get a wolf? Because you're a team player. Yeah. Because you're a team player. You're a lap dog. Because you <laughs> L dog. Uh, L dog. It sounds cooler. Yeah. But anyway, she's. If at- you lack the self control and discipline, and you are so swear word entitled that you believe. <laughs> swear <word>. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? <laughs> that somehow you, you are owed monkey sex. Yes. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna take it right to monkey sex because I assume monkeys have orgies all the time. I don't know that. No, for not a fact, monkey sex. It's orgiastic. I understand what it is, but I. <laughs> I don't think monkeys have orgies. <laughs> but you don't know, do you? No, I'm fairly certain. The primate <laughs> behavior. I think. No, the, I think the, you're right. The, they, al- the alpha, they don't quite mount. They don't mate for life, but they are uh, the alpha yeah. male. Yeah. Pretty much. Don- I don't think they. Right. That's yeah. orgyish. Multiple partners uh, hell, Doesn't matter Point I is If you're gonna have Orgiastic sex If you think that you are Absolutely That somehow This is one of your Constitutional rights Or some other such nonsense It is a constitutional right To have orgy sex Yes It's not explicitly stated well, In actually, the constitution no, okay, Wait but I back that up your, your right to privacy is No form of sex With a consenting adult Can be criminalized There we go I think that that that's that, different that has been fa- I, I have to check this but i think that that comes under the right to privacy in the in the fourth amendment i would think so i think it is your god way out of limb here i'm gonna look it up well not really but somebody can tell me i think it that, that you have a constitutional right to engage in orgiastic sex <laughs> I, I don't think it'd be criminalized I think you, no i think you are protected under the law I don't even know. Now we're off. On In other a words, weird I don't think that that, that that the city of Rock Hill, for instance, could say no more orgies. Can say that can criminalize the engagement. But of, isn't adultery still uh, kind of in North Carolina? Adultery is still a misdemeanor. Okay, but it is criminal. That's a misdemeanor. Yeah. So I think. Well, it was a good way to deflate my soapbox yelling. Yeah. So you got but, that. But I. But. The point I, if is, you're not married, I how guess. pitiful is our society? Well, how it's not pitiful. Is your life? It's not criminal if your partner consents to it. I think. Again, again, how pitiful? Irrespective, is our life. how pitiful all, is our life? All you got decadent do, is our society that we have reached a point where this is what we're fighting about. Right. So, responding to someone was like, "Well, not only would um, the monkey packs challenge help." <laughs> flatten the curve of monkey pox, but it would flatten the curve of a lot of other STDs. That's a very good point. And I would actually say, I don't go all Team Nelson on you, flatten the curve on a lot of societal ills. No, oh, there's no question. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, 100%. I mean, if you just said, look, 
uh, to your wife. You yes. say, look, sweetheart, I'm going to give this shot for a couple of weeks, and if it works, I'm going to keep with it. If it's too hard, you know, I'll let you know. But I'm just going to focus myself on monogamous sex with you for the next two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. she'll be so appreciative. Most women who aren't Amber Heard or whatever right. are going to say, uh, uh, good. You better. Yeah. Wait, was this an issue? Yeah. Uh, You've been watching uh, the... the uh, you know I probably haven't, but go ahead. The um, Apple TV drama physical? No, okay. I have not. Because I've been telling you about this because it's got a Mormon character yes, on it. Yes, yes. So, a, a what character? I didn't, Mormon. I, I'm sorry. Oh, F cam. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So the F cam character uh-huh. has been having an adulterous affair with this... Uh, physical this uh aerobics instructor got it his wife is pregnant with his fourth kid Oof. um and she has a some sort of uh event physical event ends up in a hospital he's not there when she has to go to the hospital because he's with his adulteress right his mistress right. he's he jazzercising go, he goes home you know I mean. he's racked with guilt goes to the hospital uh-huh. she's survived the baby survived oh, good. But, but he yeah. he decides that he's been pun- he's, she's been punished for his transgressions probably not no but that, that's what he said no that's, no but that's, that's but that's what he thinks that's what he thinks yeah so he says uh, to her my transgressions have visited this pain upon you and i repent oh and i'm sorry but is I that ha- how he admitted i have to confess i'm a terrible father and husband uh-huh and she says, okay, well, let's just put that in the rearview mirror and move forward. And he wow. goes, I've committed adultery. She's like, stop. Yeah. And he says, more times than I can count. And he says, no, that's not true. It's been 19. And she says, 19 different women. And he goes, no, 19 different times with the same woman. And uh-huh. she goes, is it over? And he says, over. She goes, okay, I forgive you. Move on. She's just had her fourth child. Yeah. She's like, I, I'm not processing this right now. She can't. Yeah. Yeah. He says, that's not all. Oh, boy. When I was a boy, I'd get in the shower and stick my own finger up my own anus. <laughs> Are you serious? That's what it says. <laughs> and he goes, and I've, t- I've tasted alcohol. Uh-huh. And it's not as bad as they told us. <laughs> And he, I love it. And he breaks down, crying, sobbing. Yeah, yeah. In front oh, of her. tragic, sure. And she says, stand up. Stand up. And he kind of gets up and he's sniffling. And um, she says, you are the father and the leader of this family. And I don't care what you've done, but I never want to see you act like this again. You go, you be a man. And if you can't be a man, then I don't want anything to do with you. I mean, it was the most shocking scene. It was so F-cam, man. (laughs) First of all, how would you even know? But secondly, wow. Yeah. Do you ever think it's funny, total sidebar, that- uh, You ought to watch this show. Uh, clearly, I must. Yeah. You say it's on Apple TV, and I actually, you know, I often say I can't watch it because I don't have like HBO or I don't have this or you don't can, have that. Can I put it on have, your iPhone. I do have Apple Plus, though. I am an yeah, Apple Plus. So guy. you just don't want to watch it, but well, I didn't know uh, it was on Apple. Yeah, uh, you told me th- about physical, but you didn't. Sure. I didn't I, yeah, yeah. It is nothing. Nothing about this show should be interesting to me at all. It's kind of like when I started watching Ted Lasso. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Like, but I was like soccer. I was uh-huh. like soccer in England, but I was like, you know, oh okay. I mean, it's just I'll bite. Yeah, sure. I'll bite. Yeah, but uh. <laughs> Uh, the reason I like the show is because people don't react in a way you think they're going to react. Yeah. So it, it keeps your attention. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. The husband uh-huh. calls up the the mistress uh-huh. and gives her the code words for meeting him again. Oh. They meet at this, says, this motel. It's time to Zumba. She actually says, this is the cable company calling. So oh. she walks into the motel room. He's sitting there. And as soon as she walks in, the bathroom door opens and it's the wife. Oh. The mistress is like, what in the heck? And, and they go. Like, Hear me out. They said. We're going full they, Brigham. They say, please sit down. Mm-hmm. Please sit down. We're only going to take a little bit of your time. Um, 
the Bible tells us that when someone has transgressed, we must forgive them. And the wife says, I forgive you uh-huh. for what you've done. Okay. And the FCAM husband says, I forgive you for your disgusting transgressions. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the uh, aroma, and, and he says, now you, you must. Now you go. <laughs> now, you, now you must repent or you will go to hell. I'm like, like that's keeping it just lined up. <laughs> you know what's so funny? So I was just going to say like. Butcher's word. Butcher's word. Oh, noted. Okay. Noted. Uh, oh, speaking of a butcher's word that you threw out there a little bit ago, yeah. I did finally, uh, I went ahead and watched all of the Terminal List. Whoa. Hello. So good. Hello. How'd you yeah. like Gene Triplehorn? Uh, so good. Good. So good. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, there was nothing, uh, uh, 99%. It was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm a Chris Pratt fan too, so that's neither. Here I didn't know I was. Yeah, see, All I'd ever go. seen him was in that uh, Tomorrow War thing, which was pretty good. I thought it was great. Yeah, but I didn't I really. Have, is he like Captain America or something? I don't know. He's something. He he's is in the Marvel universe. Star Lord. Okay, I don't of really. The Guardians watch, of the Galaxy. I didn't watch that. I know. So I might go watch it now, because uh, I like him. You you might like it, but yeah. I loved it for its simplicity and relentlessness. It was so good because that's what I want to be. Darkly simple and relentless. Simple and relentless. Seems My reasonable. wife loved it. All the people in my office, all the, like the young girls who work there, like I was like, you like that? They're like, yeah. I said, what about it? like he's torturing that, dr- yeah. alert, t- torturing that drug dealer? It's like that guy had it coming. <laughs> right. I mean, I said, America. It's you know what it is. It's like it's like Reacher with a family. It is Reacher with a family. Yeah, you're right. Yep, it is. It yeah. is. And I also spoiler alert. I totally knew that that Ben was gonna. Did you? Okay. Yeah, I knew. I, it's funny you say that because like. Scene one, and I was like, "Yeah, I knew something smells funny." R- Rigo, the actor, played Rigo yeah. in uh, Friday Night Lights. Yeah, played Riggins. Yeah, yeah, I totally. Yes, knew that. I, I had the same thought. And then after, but as it developed over time, I was like, "All right, I was wrong. Right. Clearly, he's good to go." There's a couple. Nope. There's a couple tells. So, so there's one where they're spoiler in, alert. Yeah, where they're in buds, uh-huh. and uh, Rigo breaks down. Yes, he's like, "I can't make." He's gonna it. quit. And Chris Pratt is like, "Ah." No, you got to make it through. Wrong, yeah. Right, that was one of the tells. Now, later, because uh, you're like a guy, you know, any soldier, like SEAL, whatever, you'd be like, ah, oh, if you, you know, you would never tell another guy that. Oh, you wouldn't say, I'm not going to quit? I'm going to quit. No, you would just do it. You would just do it. Yeah, because you wouldn't want to face your buddy. Nope. Yeah. Not in that moment. Yeah. Right, so they were trying to display a character flaw. Yeah. That's foreshadowing. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. later when they're going to get some boat or something, because I don't know why you trust this guy. And, and Chris Pratt says, why not? I trust you. <laughs> like, Oh, uh, you know, I didn't even catch that yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, Okay, well, I guess we're yeah. going to find out. Yeah. But then I thought, well, spoiler alert, he won't kill this guy too. Wrong. Oh, now that, that was a shock. That was a shock. Now, Pax. Uh, spoiler alert. If you're If you're already this far, it's too late. Sorry. Too late. Yeah, it's too late. It's too so late. you should have stopped it's, as soon as you heard. Late. Is there a season two? I don't know. I, oh, God, God, how I could mean, there be? Because yeah, everybody's dead. <laughs> Every <laughs> spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Every single yeah. swinging dick who participated in this conspiracy yeah. ended up getting killed in a bad way. In a, <laughs> yes. In a bad in way. A bad Every way. single yes. one. Yes. And- on a list, that's why it's called terminal list, because right. he takes this, his his boiler, his mother, his wife, and, and daughter are killed. Yeah. As he, part of the conspiracy. Right. And he takes this uh, drawing, drawing that his daughter, she, daughter had done on the back of it, like in a crayon. He writes the name. Every time he finds out another, another name, person. he puts it on, he just crosses each one out, just carrying this list. Yeah. Crosses one out with his own blood. Like was right. so, I was like, whoa. I mean, I so love, good. the best episode of me is when he's out in the Badlands. I guess he's up in Napa. I don't know where he is. Mm-hmm. Some kind of park or something. Like after the after the explosion in San Francisco, and they're chasing him. The seals are chasing him through the woods. Oh, uh huh. Yeah, through the yeah, desert. Yeah, basically. yeah, up in the high. Co- and yeah. he's he's injured, and oh, yes. they got and and he and he finds a way to survive. That's a great. That's so a standalone. Good. You right. could make a, that that alone. Yeah, it would be its own movie. Its yeah. own movie. It's a little like Rambo, even. It. W- Yes, without all the... Uh, yeah, but you remember when they're like, when they realize they can't catch him and they get him on the radio? Yeah. And they get they go back and they get uh, his battalion commander to call him up. He's like, Johnny, Johnny, Wolf One, Wolf One, Wolf yeah. Leader. Come in, Johnny. He's like, is that you, sir? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Johnny, done a lot of damage down here. He's, <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, they drew first blood, that tin horn sheriff. 
We can work this out. Come on in, Johnny. We can work this out. Yeah. And he's like, oh, out here, boom. He yeah. goes back to sharpening sticks. Yeah. And the <laughs> That's right. colonel looks at the sheriff and he goes, if we leave now, <laughs> we might six survive. months later, you'll pick him up at Fort Bragg. <laughs> but if you keep on, he's going to kill every last one of you. I mean, and he did. I saw Rambo, you know, the first one, whatever, first blood Rambo, whatever, was in the, during basic training at Fort Knox. Is that right? I oh, remember What a that. place to watch that. Everybody got up and cheered. I mean, just, yeah. It was that like, had to be like oh, a man, rallying like, movie of life. This is kind of a sick movie for, you know, I was like halfway through college. I'm like, I'm not sure. <laughs> Do we really want a, because, you know, so this guy was, you know, kind of a hobo and the sheriffs didn't. He said, look, I just don't want you in my town. He gave him a ride out to, and the guy's like insisting on being there and they messed with him a little bit. Yeah. Hosed him down and shit. They're just trying to scare him. And right. I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, I know it's it like, turned into a whole, you know. Right. You're not, you're disrespecting the Vietnam vet thing. Right. But. But, I mean. It's, it seems to be like, uh, like. It was the 80s. It was the 80s. It was 1983. It was a different time. It was, it was a different, different time. time. It was a different time. Still, uh, it shows you that that kind of uh, movie it's timeless. Is is uh Well, didn't they say there's only like seven plot lines of anything ever? Sure. Something like that. Right. Anyway. Sure. But you know what? All that aside. All that aside. We got we we rambled off into nowhere. We rambled to some off. degree. Shuffled off? We rambled off. We ra- <laughs> we, ra- we rambled off into nowhere. So dog, uh yeah. the next drop on the uh, zebra jockey is is called Edge. Oh. So okay. it had flow. Yeah, yeah. Now you got edge because those are the two kinds of travelers that go, that there are, and they'll it'll be I'll foreshadow it's not a spoiler alert. Oh okay, uh, it'll be a different kind of traveling experience from the flow, from the flow. It'd be yes. the opposite kind. It'd be the, the opposite the, kind. The edge traveler. It's a it's a controlish issue. That's right, my friend. Yeah, makes sense to me. But, now, however, though, in as much as this is not the zebra jockey podcast, right. but the minivan centurion true podcast. Can we still cohort ask the three questions? I I think we're semi obligated. All right, dog. Yes, sir. Will you it's L dog. L dog. L dog. I just gotta call you El Perro. That means Listen, the dog. Perro. <laughs> Perro. Uh, okay, L dog. Yes. Hashtag L dog. <laughs> yes. Will you, will you love and protect your family? One hundred percent. Yes. Will you be an asset in your community? I will strive every day. Will you fight to hold the medal of this great nation of I ours? I will. Then you may be a mini Van Centurion. You're not only, I'm not curious. You're not curious. I'm all in. All right. Yeah. Nonetheless, what you still got a face for radio? Hmm. Good thing it's a podcast. It is. It is. But what could it be? <laughs> what should it be? <laughs> You've been listening to the Minivan Centurion. If you liked it, share it, rate it, and review it. Then join us every week while we talk about what it's going to take to fulfill our duty as men and leaders. You were made for these times. The road will be rough, but you're up to the task. You don't fight alone. You fight alongside Centurions. Centurions.